Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in to the Or Whatnot podcast, a super dope podcast that'll talk about any and everything or whatnot. I'm your host, Elle Breeze, and let's go ahead and get into this episode. All right, guys, this is part two of the Dear White People episode. If you missed part one, go listen now. But Minister AJ and Pastor Jeremy are dropping gems. So let's go ahead and get back into this episode. You can't tell me nothing. See, at the same time, we have to demand that respect, which brings me to this question. How do we demand that respect? We don't demand that respect by fighting, by uh, burning things down. What we do is, don't know if I want to hear this, we go out and get educated. If we see that there's a issue within the government, if, if there's an issue with, with, with the with the white man or killing the black within the police, us as a black people, what do we need to do? We need to go study law. Go to law school. Let's my goal need to be let me be the uh police commissioner. Let me be the one that is in charge so I can show so I can show how it's supposed to be done. And see where a lot of us fail at especially us as a black people, is because we allow Facebook, we allow the news, we allow our friends, we we allow magazines, we allow everything to teach us the law, to teach us certain things when we should go to school. Let's go to let, let me go to school. Let me go learn this particular thing. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going off what mama and them said, what dad and them said, what big mama and them said. Big mama and dad and them think they ain't always been right. Well, and, and most people aren't even listening to, to their parents, to their grandparents, to the folks that's lived it. They listening to these jokers that they think love them and are going to educate them on Facebook. All they're doing is spending more hate and it's manipulation to the teeth. You know, one of the one of the things that frustrates me and I, and I hate it is the slavery of the mind. And the slavery of the mind is is no respecter of race, no respecter of religion. The, the the slavery of the mind is if I can get you so twisted to make you believe something that's not true, you know, quote unquote fake news, you know, then then it it keeps it, if I can keep the pop star to keep you mad at me and 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 me mad at you then we can't get united and we can't make a difference. And unfortunately, we live in a world, not only the enemy, but the enemy uses those kind of people to manipulate us, to get us not to be a united people under God, but to get us to be a divided people to where all we do is we point fingers and then we use a stupid social media platform because if it's controversial, I'm going to post it because I'm going to educate them. You ain't educating nobody. You know, you know, you're not educating anybody. Most of the time, 95% of the junk that gets posted, it is so fake and so manufactured. I, I just want to throw my computer sometimes. I'm like, I'm just on here to see my friends' kids and stuff. You know, that's, what, that's all I care about. I don't, I don't need you to post some news article from a newspaper that doesn't really exist other than on somebody's computer trying to give me some conspiracy theory, but, but we all get them. Mm-hmm. And, and we we dealing with that, and, we, and I love what you said, uh, AJ. We, we got to get educated, you know. Mm-hmm. And education comes from many of these things that in a library called books. 
that will educate you on the history. You know, you want to watch something cool. There was a thing on the History Channel the other day that was all about Ulysses S. Grant and, and the, the fight through the Civil War and how the KKK stopped what could have really truly changed America in what they called the restructure program and got it so twisted that they just left it. And then it just it, it basically got us back to where we're at. You know, when you start getting educated and you understand history and understand some things that are coming coming away instead of believing what somebody said, go find some reliable sources. Go go get educated, like you said, and that that makes a huge difference. Absolutely, absolutely. And that goes and, both ways. And I hope you know nobody is watching this and get offended by why by what I'm going to say. Is that one thing that I one reason why I believe the black people as a race. And so fought against is because we we're great. Listen, whatever we put our mind to do, we excel in it. I don't care if it's in sports. I don't care. I mean, it could be it could be in anything. As a black people, as a race, you know, as a, as a group of people, and this don't take any anything away from nobody else by no means. You know, but this just to highlight us as a people that. If we really put our mind to it and get educated and do the right thing, we really would, will excel. We really will go further than what people really think we will do. Because we, we've been great since the beginning of time as a black people. We, everything we've done, we, I mean, we, we were just awesome in it. But the reason we're losing now is that when folks start talking about history, we start getting sleepy. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you start, you start, you know, you know how it is when you over Big Mama in the house and they start telling you all them. There's only so many of them old stories you can just sit there and listen to. Mm-hmm. After a while, you start getting bored by it. All right, Grandma. All right, I gotta go. Gotta go to work in the morning. You know, and that's that's the issue that's going on. Is that we really we read one article and think oh we understand what grandma and, and great grandma and went through because of one or two articles mm-hmm. instead of really studying and getting educated and understanding why they did what they did what was going on during that time why did they respond the way that they respond we responded off of emotion. They didn't respond out of emotion. Martin Luther King didn't respond necessarily out of his emotion. Or else he could have instantly went and fought folks back. And us as millennials and young folks, just this generation uh, as a whole, we're responding out of emotion. And anytime you respond out of emotion, it's bound to be the wrong way. Very much so. I think too with the whole education piece is that because we think we know it all, because we are a generation of know-it-alls and the millennials are know-it-all, know-it-alls. I mean, I guess I'm a millennial. So Gen, what is it? Gen Z, Gen, whatever. The ones under me. But they, because we know it all, we don't think we have to get the education behind it. So Keisha Bottom, the mayor of Atlanta, she was like, we need to vote. We need to vote. We need to vote. And that's how things can change. Laws can change. Not just, you know, the presidential election, but every election. We need to vote. We need to vote. We need to vote. But there are so many people 
black and white, that don't even know what we're voting for. We will vote for a party because it's there you go. My mama was a Democrat. The Democrats are for mm-hmm. black people. Or my daddy was a Republican. We're voting based on what we knew. And so even beyond voting, I just feel like because we do think we know everything or, you know, things have been passed down to us that this is why we do or we just do it like this. We're not understanding the why behind it. We're not getting the education. We're not taking in everything that we can, we just take what we got at face value and let that be. And so it's like, I, I definitely agree though. Like we, we have to get into the education piece you know, because education, like it'll change our minds. Like my pastor, he says, we need to read something for 30 minutes every single day. You know, if you're reading for 30 minutes every single day, you're opening up your mind, but people don't even have books no more. Yeah, come on. I think they're doing TikTok. I'm one of the ones, and I ain't ashamed to say it. I'm one of the ones that do not like reading, you know. Uh, but but I got convicted the other day. I was in Ross, and I picked up a book and couldn't put it down. <laughs> so you know, you know, we we gotta just read, man. A lot a lot of things we, a lot of times we reacting based on lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and, uh, and there's some things that if we knew that the police officer couldn't do a certain thing, you know what I'm saying? There, you know, there are certain laws that, that forbid police officers to do certain things at certain times. But because we don't know them, because we're not educated on them, you know what I'm saying? The police yeah, are able to do whatever they right. want to do when they want to do it. Mm-hmm. So we, we can't stress that enough how we have to get educated. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Like, I know that this was an old saying, and it really just came to mind, but they said if you want um to hide something from Black people, you put it in a book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, AJ, I have been there, too, like, where I just don't want to read, like, this is boring. But I have just found that, like, we have to because there's so much stuff that like you said we just don't know and but it's like education even beyond this like so after this conversation like what are we going to do to educate like ourselves to move forward like how do we educate uh people like what what are we going to say because we do need to educate even if it's just education from our own experiences like people that's a form of education i can tell pastor jeremy you know this has been my life. You know, I could have been raised in the hood, da 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 da, I act like this, da 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 da. It's educating you so that you know the narrative of what I've been through, which ultimately could relate to somebody else and why I responded this way, this and the other. So it's like, yes, education is in a book, but education is also comes from these conversations. And I like, I don't know, it, it just all goes back to the conversation. Like we have to be able to have conversations for anything to change and it all goes back to the conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I think, I think I'll pose this question. So viewing it from the standpoint on the other side of the fence here, you know, as a, as a white man, how do I start that narrative in, in the black community? How do we start that conversation? What are the things that are pra- practical things to say, if I want to make a difference, if I want to take those baby steps and say we got to start someplace because 
something is better than nothing. What would be those practical things from your guys' standpoint to say, if you want to help make a difference in, in the African-American community, here's some things you can do now beyond just making a social media post saying, I'm, you know, uh, I can't breathe. Because there are a lot of people, because it's, it's, quote unquote, it's sexy right now to, 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 to put that hashtag on your post and look cool on social media. But it's not sexy to get your hands dirty and be real and help real change to happen. So what are some things that you guys would say, you know, that, that I can say to my friends that are saying, well, we need to do this. I'm going to say, well, actually, have you talked to so-and-so because this is what my friends are saying? Uh, I believe that the first thing that, because blacks are considered to be the quote-unquote outcast. Uh, so with you being white or friend or whatever the case may be, I think the, the very first thing that we need, that y'all would need to do is show how much support you have for us. When certain things happen, don't be silent. You know what I'm saying? You know, be, be vocal that I'm a white man, but I definitely don't agree with that. I definitely think that what he did was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Not from the instance that you understand necessarily how the black community feels because at the end of the day, you, you will never. I don't, and I never will. You know what I'm saying? But if you're just for, uh, if the white people are just more vocal in saying, I stand with the African American community and for things like George, what happened to him is the white people will say, no, that's not right. And try to share that and tell us, no, that's not right. You shouldn't treat them like that. that they shouldn't be, they have rights. They have feelings. They, you know, and I believe if y'all would go both vocal and showing how much you support the African-American community, I think that will help a whole lot. Just to piggyback off of AJ and, you know, we talked about this a second ago, but Literally, you can use your platform to educate your community, your followers. Use your voice. Use your platform. Use your words. Then the more that you do that, other people will be like, well, PJ, like, where did you get this from? Like, I was raised like this. I don't understand your perspective. It all goes back to conversation. Conversation. You know, but it's like, we need those conversations. We need to, we need to see that that our vanilla friends don't not just text me saying, hey, I'm thinking about you, I'm praying for you, because with everything that's going on, tell your people. Tell your people that this was wrong. Because if you're not, you're just, you agree with it. Like, we use social media for everything. If we're going to use it to say, I can't breathe, well, yeah, like you said, that's sexy for now, but what's going to happen when, you know, something else happens, whether it's, Mainstream or yeah. not, like you mm-hmm. could, something could happen in Ottawa, Tennessee tomorrow that won't get on Fox News, won't get on NBC, yeah. but you can still stand up for that thing. If yeah. you believe that it's wrong, right. it's wrong. We, we put degrees on sin. We, you know, we say that this is wrong and that is wrong, you know, but at the end of the day, sin is sin. And yeah. we have to call this thing out and we have to be able to use our platform wisely to call it out. And it's not just for you because if, if something happened, 
on the other side, like we as black people have to be able to use our platform to say, listen, yo, this is wrong. It's like, give some black folks some food because we like to eat. Have some conversations. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, you definitely have food. the church. Look, and we, we, we gonna come for some food now, but have the conversations and use your platform wisely. Like, don't just sit behind the media and not say anything. And, and, I, I, and also to add to that, don't do certain things that you feel like is just a pat on the back. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you're doing it just to, Kind of pat us on the back. Not, I'm not saying you, but you know, in general, yeah, in general, yeah, uh, uh, you know, just to pat us on the back to feel oh, okay. No, no, no. If you're not genuinely supporting us, being, you know, even in your being vocal, if, if it's not genuine, we don't want it. And that's that's just how people are in general. If if you don't genuinely want to offer me some, you know what I'm saying. If you don't genuinely want to share your food. I'd rather not, I'd rather sit there and storm before <laughs> me to feel like you, you, hey you know, man, here, here's the, here's the leftovers right here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. I got uh, you. Huh, he just, huh, just, here you go. No, if you don't genuinely want to okay. share, you know, then I'd rather not even eat it. And so if you genuinely as a people don't want to help us, you know, and seriously help us, then we would rather you just don't even, we, it's almost like we're handling this by ourselves type time. Yeah. Well, and and I but and I think that's the problem is that it's it's fallen on your guys' back for far too long yeah. because we've not wanted to deal with it, and and that and that's not right. And I think it's it's a time and and I think about this thought, you know, so many times I say this when I do marriage counseling, when when we get mad at our spouse, it's usually not our spouse we're mad at, but it's the situation. It's the, the factor. There's a root cause, but we always want to put a face on the root cause. The problem is, is we have not dealt with the root cause. We always put the face on it. Well, it's your fault, or it's their fault, or it's this person's fault. The reality is, is that the enemy is is working against us. Racism is a sin. What we're talking about is a sin. Police brutality is real. Racial profiling is real. We're not going to hide about it, and we're going to just understand it is what it is, and not not be mad. And then we're not going to point fingers and say this is it's the police's fault, it's your fault for being the way you were born or the way I was born. No, that, that that's where the problems are happening right now. We got to get to that place where we understand that this is this is a mindset and a mentality that 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 has no face and no respecter of person, but we're going to deal with it. And we're going to overcome it instead of point fingers. Because I think mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the biggest thing I think about on the flip side of all of this. When we talk about police brutality, I got friends who, who are officers who have, you know, I got a, a guy that I know that was my resource officer at Orchard Knob. His whole life was about helping young African American kids stay out of trouble, stay on the straight and narrow. And he loved them and he cared for them and, and he, and he, gave a rip about them but yet you know because of all of this because of some bad apples and unfortunately there's a lot of them and you can get them a whole other side that they just broken people that need to just have some good anger management and meet the lord and have a relationship with him instead of taking out their frustrations on on people that don't deserve it but you know the reality is is that we're we're just like you think about the, the virus that we're dealing with you know it's a faceless 
virus, we're dealing with a thing that has a face, but it's not the face of a white man, it's not the face of a black man, it's not the face of a Latino, it's, 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 it's a face that is just hate. And the only way that you can overcome hate is by love and showing love towards each other, towards your brother, towards your sister, no matter what they look like, where they come from, what they smell like, whatever. That's the only way it's going to happen. Um, and so, you know, I think just even so much on your platform, like you were saying, Lauren, how do we, beyond just a snappy picture, how do you, what, what do you propose that gets that dialogue started to where we're not pointing fingers, but we're dealing with the, the face of hate. We're dealing with the root cause of racism Absolutely. instead of just saying, well, it's this person's fault or it's that person's fault. How do we deal with the root cause? Absolutely. Yeah, I just went deep on you. I told you I had a cup of coffee before I got on here, so you were in trouble. <laughs> I guess I just think like getting to the root issue is acknowledging that there's a root beyond skin color and that there's a root issue beyond, beyond the face of the person. I mean, if we're going to get real, like that the enemy is literally planting seeds every single day in one way, shape or form, literally growing in our heads, in our minds. If we come after the root, but we have to find it and finding it, it's like we have to go into the conversation that we don't want to have. Like just on the religious standpoint, if there was a clergy meeting where the dialogue could literally happen, where it was a genuine conversation, well, you would enlighten the African-American community. We'll enlighten, you know, redemption. And bam, this is at least a hundred people that minds and lives to be changed that will go out and have another conversation. You know, if just like if, you know, if we went to a restaurant and we had bad service, we're going to go tell everybody and their mama that we had bad service at a restaurant. Well, that's the same thing that we can do with situations like this, but we have to be open and willing to open our mouths and talk about it. And exactly. it's not, I, I can't say that it's going to be an easy conversation with random strangers. Because it's, it's, it's really not. And even and if you think about it, that's really within any type of relationship, you know, uh, especially with me and my wife, we've been reading this book that's really been helping us. Um, and we've been married 10 years. We were married 10 years, uh, February of next year. It'll be 11 years. And so we've been married 10 years. And there has, in the last two months, we literally have had uncomfortable conversations that has needed, that was needed to be had. We literally had conversation that we like, wow, I didn't even know you thought like this, even though we've been married 10 years and been knowing each other almost 30, you know? But the, the point I'm making is once you go ahead and have those uncomfortable conversations, is really when the healing process can begin. You know what I'm saying? And so we we got to be willing to have those uncomfortable conversations so that we can really find the root problem. A lot of times we don't want to we don't want to have the conversation because we're scared of how folks may be offended and we you know we don't want to step on nobody's toes. But sometimes folks need to know 
you know, sometimes you got to step on both toes so they can know not to put their foot back right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if my foot gets stepped on, the first thing, the first instinct, the first uh, thing you're going to do is move that foot on back. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, you know, when that happens, you know not to do that again. And so it, those uncomfortable, we got to be willing to have those uncomfortable situations. You already, you, you already know how I have getting ready to go there. But you got to go with the mindset that by the end of this conversation, we need to have a solution. Yeah. You got to go with the end in mind that we're not going to leave here until we get to the, the root of the problem. Instead of just saying, well, we'll, we'll dance around it. And, but we won't really call out what it is. And, you know, I think to have those conversations, you got to lay down your arms before you walk in the tent. You know, when you think about in history, when negotiations happen, everybody put their swords on the outside of the tent and then they came in and they talked it out. You know, I think a lot of times we go in and arm like we're going to slaughter somebody instead of listening. You know, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to prove my point, and I'm going to show them, and I'm going to educate them instead of just saying, you know what, I'm going to go in, I'm going to say my part, but then I'm going to do my part to listen and educate myself because I think a lot of times we come in with, again, that, that mindset that I've already got all the answers, so I'm not, what you got to say to me doesn't really matter because I've already got the answers. Yeah, I got my mind made up. Yeah. And so Nikita just said something real good. She said, we fear and go against what we don't understand. So that's another reason why we're, yeah. we don't want to have those conversations. Because That's my wife, y'all. Shout out to my <laughs> wife. <laughs> but we fear the, like, we fear the conversation. So that's why our mind is made up because we think we already have the answers because we don't want to understand. We have a fear of the confrontation that could come behind it. But if we go in with pure hearts, like clean hands and pure hearts, like I really want to know. I think that that fear could be literally be left at the door. We know that the Lord did not give us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Yeah. Sound mind comes with being able to understand what we don't know. It comes yeah. with understanding the conversation, understanding, gaining, wanting to gain the knowledge that will change our whole entire life. Yeah, and and we have to understand that we're not going all view things the same way that we're we're gonna have some type of disagreement i literally was just just had this conversation with my wife yesterday as as well as today that okay i understand we we won but at the end of the day we're gonna have disagreements that ain't that don't mean when i get home i ain't gonna want to be out of on you just because we, you, you know, we we gonna have disagreement. That don't that don't take that don't mean I love you any less because we don't view a certain situation, a certain thing, a certain way, rather. And so that's one of the things that when we going into these type of conversations, that we have to realize that we're not gonna agree on every little thing, but what we should agree on is the solution. You know. Although, you know, you might not agree with every step to get there, but the ultimate goal should be the same. Who child? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this but, has been an awesome conversation. But I do have a question. Well, I got two questions. One, I want us to pray out. I think we need to do a little Mike's house prayer. <laughs> pray yeah. out. The second thing, you know, this conversation was called Dear White People. 
So if we had a Dear White People moment, what is your Dear White People conversation? My Dear White People would be, Dear White People, help support us. You know, if you disagree with how someone did concerning us, be vocal about that. Have our backs, you know, just not just on Facebook with a hashtag, you know, but vocally with within your circle, with, within your platform, have our backs. So that, that would be basically mine. And, and summarizing just a few words. I think uh, my dear white people moment uh, will be it's time to talk. It's time to be real. It's time to talk. It's time to talk amongst ourselves and realize that there is some sin in our house that we need to deal with. And there's some things that we've got to just stop trying to keep the monsters locked up under the under the rug, but let's just let's deal with them, let's slay them, and let's move on. I think that it needs to be more than just uh, a social media movement, but I think it needs to be a world a life movement. I think we need to put our put our 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 platform into our everyday life. So it's making sure that we have the conversations with those people that need to be had. It's making sure that we start standing up for the for the off colored joke that's not funny, that 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 belittles our brothers and sisters. I think it's time to stop saying, "Hey, that's not how they are," you know, or start standing up and saying, "Do you even know that person?" You know, I think just even saying that question, "Do you even know that person?" or are you just judging them because of what they're wearing or where they're at? Because if you haven't walked a mile in their shoes, you don't have nothing to talk about. And start and start policing ourselves and start policing the biases within ourselves so that those things don't create issues. Uh, so we can start a change, a narrative of change. We can change. I, I don't, if the Lord tarries and he don't come back, I don't want my kids to have to look back 10 to 20 years from now and say, man, my dad failed at making a difference. I want my legacy to be that I was part of the generation that made sure that future generations could live in unity and in brotherhood, not just together in small groups, but, but as a whole, where, you know, their, their friends of color can walk and feel safe. But, but, but the real the reality is it's time to talk. It's time to have conversations. It's time to talk. It's time to start calling out 10%. It's time to start putting, getting the face away from skin color of the problem and start saying the problem is racism, the problem is issues that we have allowed to to be to be justified as, oh, well, that was just the way grandma was raised or that was the way dad was raised. No, it's not okay. And so we got to start saying, it's not okay. We're not, this is not how we want it. This is not what I want my kids to be exposed to. So, you know, if you want to talk like that and act like that, you better read realign your thinking when you're around my kids because we're just not going to raise our kids that way. Uh, but, it's, but it's time to talk. That's good. So, dear white people, stop hiding behind my best friend is black. My baby mom or baby daddy is black. Stop hiding behind I go to a multicultural church. I love black people because when you say that, it's like it's an excuse. And so, use your voice for something other than hiding behind your friendships and your association with people of color, regardless of what the color is. 
And the more that you use your voice for something other than a, my best friend is black or my favorite coworker is black, whatever, you'll begin to open up the conversation that we need to have in order for change to come. Because just because your favorite coworker is black doesn't mean that you don't have some root issues that still result in racism. So stop, you know, stop hiding behind your association with black people and really take a stand for what you believe if you believe these things are wrong. First of all, y'all, thank y'all again for um, joining me today. This has been so good. So, so good. And I definitely want us to all, like, breath talk out. TJ, you go. I'm going to let AJ go first. I'm going to let AJ go first, man. Brother's making me look bad. Oh man, man. I've been in church all day, so I just, I just don't even come like this. Man, listen, I appreciate the opportunity, Miss Lauren. I really do appreciate the opportunity. And Jeremy, I made a new friend, man. Yes, sir. You are my brother now. Come on now. So, so you, you, my friend and brother, man. And and I, I want to tell you, thank you for your boldness to even do this, you know, uh, you know, and I think that's one of the issues that, you know, a lot of people, white people are not as bold to even, this, this, this is a bold statement. This was a bold movement. And so I appreciate you for, for, for being, for just being willing to hear our side and to be able to just understand how we feel. Uh, so I, I appreciate that, man. And I just want to speak blessings to you and your family, man, that God will continue to to uh, shower you with his favor, with his love, man, and that, that you, your wife, your kids, man, that you will not go lacking for anything, man. And I just pray that God protects you. Just be around you. And Lauren, man, this is awesome, man. Man, y'all keep going forward. Keep keep obeying God, and I ain't mean to say all this, man. Uh, but just 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 continue to keep obeying God. We need people like us, uh, like the me, uh, Lauren, uh, Jeremy, to to be the be the gap. Maybe maybe we're the ones, we're the three people that need to start a new movement. That oh, it's okay to fight back, but let's fight back the way Jesus would fight back. It's okay to to retaliate, but let's let's do it as peacefully yet effectively. <laughs> you know, let's 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 do it, but let's do it the right way. And so I believe this is a this is the start to something big. This is the start to something great. So I ain't mean to say all that. I guess I can start. God, we thank you just for this time. We just thank you just for this moment. We just pause, God, to just tell you thank you. Thank you just for being the God that sees all, for being the God that knows all. God, we pray, God, that everything that we said, God, that you got the glory even out of this podcast, even out of this Zoom meeting, that we get no credit, God, we get no glory, but God, you get all the glory, you get all the praise, you get all the honor. God, we just pray, God, that you'll give us the wisdom and the know-how on how to retaliate, on on how to respond. God, just just give us, help us not to respond out of our emotions, to respond out of our hurt, God. But God, help us to be able to respond out of love. 
God, help us to just uh, uh, do things the way you would do them. And God, we just thank you for all things. God, we just continue to pray for everybody that has watched this. We pray, God, for Sister Hodges and and, and Pastor uh, Jeremy, oh God, for their faithfulness and willingness to do this. God, I pray, God, special blessings upon them, their households, their family, and everything that's connected to them. And we just give you honor and praise in Jesus' name. Father, right now, Lord, I just, God, I thank you for your blood that, that covers all. And Lord, I just ask, Father, that you would just, uh, from a symbolic mindset, God, Lord, forgive us of, of, of the sin of racism. God, Lord, forgive us, God, Lord, for preconceived ideas and biases and things, God, that have not honored you and that have caused division within your body, that have caused division within the kingdom here on earth that you are trying to create. And God, I pray right now, Lord, that your hand would be upon us, God, Lord, that your hand would be upon those, God, tonight that are, that are protesting, God, those that are, that are, that are finding themselves in, in places that maybe they don't need to be. Lord, I just ask that your spirit would be upon, God, all flesh tonight. God, that they would be upon those that are protesting, that they would be upon those that are, that are police, God, that, that your hand and your wisdom, Holy Spirit, Lord, I know that just as you shut the mouths of the lion and the lion's den with Daniel, God, that you can dissolve all of this in a moment. And God, that your peace that passes understanding, God, would rest on this situation. And God, I just pray for healing upon our land. God, that you would bring healing, God, Lord, that you would bring, bring white America and black America together, God, Lord, to create America, Father, God, Lord, that we don't just view things, God, from the standpoint of our perspective, God, but Lord, that we start to to view things from the same perspective as our brother and sister, God. And Lord, I pray blessings, God, Lord, upon Brother AJ and his family, God, Lord, and upon his church. Lord, I pray that you would just continue to use them, God, Lord, to minister to the community there, God, in Memphis, and Lord, that you would just anoint them and bless them, God, and all that they do, Lord. Father, for, for Sister Lauren, God, Lord, that your help, that your hand will be upon her. God, upon her family, Lord, and that you would just continue to bless her endeavors, God, Lord, as she just takes the risk, God, Lord, to do the things that she's doing, God, Lord, to just bring enlightenment, God, Lord, and to just to help you get your word and, 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 and the things God brought out there. So we just thank you for that, God, in your holy name. Amen. God, we just thank you, Lord, just for another time, God, that we could just bask in your presence, Father God, and really have a conversation that needed to be had. Father, I thank you for my brothers. I thank you for AJ. I thank you for Jeremy. I thank you for their hearts and their minds. And Father, I just pray that you would just continue to cover them and their families, Father. I pray, God, that um, you, Lord, would just really just begin to um shift our nation, Father. I pray, God, that you will just begin to um, soften the hearts, Father God. Your word says that you will give, you will change our heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh. So, Father, I pray that every protester, everyone that is rioting, everyone that is looting, Father, that has a hard heart, Father, I pray that you, God, will just begin to give them that heart of flesh so that they can experience you in a whole nother way. Father, I pray that each and every person, God, that has listened to this um, show, that will listen, Father, will be able to, to go to their brother and sister, Father, and begin a conversation. God, open up the 
the ears of your sons and your daughters. Open up the mouths of your sons and your daughters. Father, I pray that we are able to have the conversations that need to be had, Father, so that we can change the narrative of black and white America, Father, for us to come together in unity. Father, I pray that you will just keep your hand on each and every one of us, Father. I pray, God, that, that you, Lord, we just plead the blood of Jesus over the United States right now, Father. God, I pray that you will even touch our president now from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, Father, and give him the words that he needs to say to defuse this situation that's going on right now, Father. I pray that you give him divine clarity and divine wisdom right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Every mayor, every governor, Father, that is having to, to deal with the, um, the, the, that's having to deal with the riots and the protesting, Father. I pray that you give them divine wisdom, Father, that they can handle these things effectively and efficiently, Father. May the conversations open like never before. May the mouths of your sons and daughters open like never before so that we can see the change, Father, that you would have for us to see. God, we know that there is no racism in heaven. So God, I pray right now, oh God, that your will be established on earth as it is, as it is yes. in heaven. So God, I thank you, God, for what you're doing right now. I thank you for Holy Spirit coming and resting us even now, Father. And God, we just pray right now, oh God, that you would just keep your hands of protection, God, over over your sons and your daughters. So God, we just thank you right now. We love you. We bless you. We praise you. And we decree that it is so and shall not be otherwise. In Jesus' name, amen and praise God. Amen. amen. All right, guys, this has been another episode of the Or What Not podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't done so already and follow us on social media by searching Or What Not podcast. Can't wait to see you here next week.